So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 330 for the day after Christmas. December 26th, 2021. I couldn't remember the date. I was like, it's the day what after day Christmas. What day is that? I don't know. Uh, joining me this week, we have Andrew Roe McFain. Uh, I'm here. And Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Krimbus. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reaton Spruth. So, first off, well, we got a couple things uh, we're going to go through, the normal stuff, but then we have another question we're going to ask. It's going to be exciting. Aroa, where can we find you? Uh, go to Aroa.website for all your Aroa needs. And Cyberpunk Monk, where can we find you? You can go to Aroa.website for all of your uh, website needs. I would like to bring one of those to your attention. It's going to be Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Check it out and give it five stars wherever you listen to podcasts. Buy a ball razor with the code man or the code Rune Lord. <laughs> the code man. Yeah. Me. We, we uh, got to remember to record an ad after this. Yeah, we do. And of course, you can find me at Reeton. I'm also on a row.website, website, but you can also find me at Reeton everywhere, Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Twitch. I stream on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, Monday through Friday, though because of the holidays, I might have to skip New Year's Eve. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? And then, of course, YouTube, uh, Reeton. I want to post more videos, but I have no time. And you can find, of course, this this podcast. There's very podcasts. We're on everywhere. We're on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon and Stitcher. Uh, it's a written podcast, and you can now rate us on Spotify. Uh, I guess you can just rate us one to five. You can't actually leave a comment. Uh, on iTunes, you can rate us one to five and leave a comment. So depending on where you're at, where you're listening to us, uh, rate us one to five. And then we're going to move on and ask, Connor, what games have you played this week? Uh, this week I played some Space Station 13. I'm actually trying to finish up a round right now, uh, which is... Not the best thing to be admitting. Uh, let's see. I also played and beat Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, which is a Pokemon game. Yeah. I've uh, been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm like 60% done with the game now, according to my, my tracker. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to look pretty not good. And uh, I, I think you know how the rest of that goes. Are you going to go to the barber shop? Is that what's going to happen? No. Um, I think I need like new lungs or something like that. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, you probably do. Because of the tuberculosis. Uh, no, I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was just lung cancer. Uh, a doctor has pres- who me or, uh, anyways, uh, I have also uh, because you, I, I beat the- Pokemon. <laughs> I, I don't actually know if it's lung cancer. It's been diagnosed as tuberculosis, and oh, okay, yeah. he just keeps on looking worse and worse. He's got like really, really bloody eyes all the that time. Makes sense. <laughs> You're close uh, what to was the I end saying? of the game, then. By the way. Anyway, uh, I have also played a game called Fell Seal, Fell Seal, S-E-A-L, uh, for, I think it's on all sorts of consoles, but I've been playing it on Switch. It's just Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's fantastic. Good. I like Final Fantasy Tactics. I just am not good at that game, so I never played oh, it. I love those games. 
Okay, I did. And play this it. one looks like it's made with uh, like infinite replayability in mind. So I did play it. My mom rented it for me after she got me a PlayStation. Uh, guess what she did oh. not buy with the PlayStation? Was it a memory card? It was a memory card. So that that's how that went. It was awesome. Uh, did you play anything else? Not that I can think of. I started a new book. Does that count? No. No. Not even a little bit. No. We books don't are read bad. here. Come on. I read all the time. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate books. I like books. I, I hate, hate books. Anyway, Roa, what games have you played this week? I hate books. Books burning in 2001. Uh, what? Did you ask me what I did this week? What did you play this week? Yes. What did I play this week? Um, not a lot of video games, uh, if I'm honest. I, I have still been doing uh, Shin Megami Tensei V. Uh, that game, it's it's still okay. I'm still okay with it. We'll we'll see. We'll see if it can hold enough. me. Yeah, like, I like it. It sure yeah. is Pokemon. I, I, it's seriously the, the talking to the demons part is the most entertaining part for me. Um, I do kind of like the Pokemon esque rock paper scissors thing going on with the the elemental attacks and like trying to emphasize using things that they're weak against so that you can keep attacking without them taking a turn. Um, but I also definitely don't regret playing on casual mode because yeah, I, I can already tell that if I was not on casual mode, I'd be a lot more frustrated and probably wouldn't have kept playing the game. You, you played Nocturne, right? The third one? I did not. I kept oh. meaning to. I, I like even, uh, acquired it and then, uh, was like, I'm going to play this before five comes out so that I can make an educated guess on whether or not I'm going to like five. And then I never did. So that game is brutally difficult. Uh, well, that's it... kind of my understanding is that that's kind of the SMT series thing is that if you want a hard RPG, you play SMT. If you want to play a, a casual RPG, you play Persona. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Persona is also a little bit more difficult than some RPGs, but it is definitely not as as grueling as Shimagami Tensei series. Anywho, yeah. did you play anything else? Um, honestly, I've been spending a lot of time uh, practicing 3D modeling. Uh, so, I mean, technically I've gained... Uh, several dozen hours in VR chat, but almost all of it has just been testing an avatar that I've been oh. working on. Well, that's good. I saw you you created a wink animation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's there. There's some stuff that you have to do to make your model work right in VR chat, and one of those things is that you have to manually animate a blinking animation and oh. uh that's not very easy whenever you're working with a model that doesn't actually have eyelids oh right right uh, 
so I had to grab the flesh around her eyes and just kind of squeeze it together, and that's uh, that's how she blinks. Well, at least it works. I'm proud of you. And but yeah, it's it's really cool and fun. I'm having a good time with that. We're gonna we're gonna move on to to Reeton. And what games did he play this week? I played uh, the the normal games. I played some some Halo. I played some Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. I think I'm getting to the end of the game. I think. Haven't you said that for the past month? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's it through another like they just love doing it where you're like walking through a dungeon and you're like, okay, I need to explore everything, and then they're just like, hey, super overpowered enemy. That it's going to take you like an hour to beat because you have to keep reloading the save. Uh, and this enemy was, of course, super overpowered. So what I did, and Connor will like this, is I summoned a bunch of fodder to stand in front of me. Because in Pathfinder, you can summon other like creatures uh, from different domains or whatever to just stand in front of you and attack the creature, but also take hits for you. And so I was just like, I'm going to summon like 20 dogs and all those dogs are going to be cannon fodder. Uh, you are still a druid, right? I am a druid, yeah. So fortunately, if uh, it is as true to the tabletop game as it is in the video game, you are one of the best summoners in the game. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not taking advantage of that, then shame on you, I guess. Oh, I have been. I definitely, definitely have been. And it it helps out a lot. It helped me win that fight. And for that fight, I got 59,000 experience points. So I'm thinking the, the thing was fairly high level. Well, I'm glad to have uh, taught you so well the ways of cheesing encounters. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you just turn them off. You're like, hey, is, is that an outsider, Clinton? Not anymore, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, in case you're wondering, Aroa, what that means is... Uh, Connor's character had something called Banish, which would just make otherworldly creatures disappear. Which is really helpful. I don't want to do that. Uh, So I'm just going to cast this like three or four times until you finally fail your save. Oh, you fail? It's your save? Encounter over. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) nice. nice. I actually, one of my characters also has Banish. uh, (laughs) Which is nice. So... I played that, but I also got uh, Epic Game Store is doing, like, I don't know how many days of giving away free games, just every day. 15, I think. 15? Uh, Yeah. So I got Loop Hero, and I've been playing that, because I've been interested in getting Loop Hero, but I haven't wanted to pay the 20 bucks that it costs to get Loop Hero, so I got it for free from Epic Game Store, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, And they also give away uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker as well, which is the... The previous game in the Pathfinder uh, Alcat game series. And uh, I don't think it's as good as Wrath of the Righteous from just what I understand because I haven't really played Kingmaker that much. Uh, but from what I understand, I also understand that it's really good and there are a lot of mods so you can just add different classes in it. Um, I'm ashamed to admit that uh, I've been participating in that giveaway. Uh, well, I mean, it's free games, day. man. It's free games. Yeah, I, I really should consider the fact that, like, at the end of the day, all I'm doing is costing epic money. Yeah, and to to be fair, like, there there are some good games that they... Today, they give away control. Yeah, yeah like, it, they, there have been a number of games that have been like, oh, wow, it's just free. Okay. Yeah, like, 
I think one or two of the games I've already had, but you had I mean, Shenmue. <laughs> oh yeah, Shenmue. Um, and there was another one the other day that I already had too. Uh, I already had Remnant? Pathfinder Kingmaker on GOG. Uh, yeah, I think it was Remnant. I think I got that game for free somewhere else. Um, I I grabbed Remnant uh, and Mutant Year Zero. That's the one. Also... That's the one I had already. And uh, I. I think it's the full game of Godfall. It was like a certain edition of Godfall that they gave away and it made it sound like it was like a, I don't know. It's cheaper than the standard edition, which doesn't make any sense. But yet this version that they gave away gives you like a max level character boost. So I don't um, understand. Oh, it's, but I grabbed it's, that too. <laughs> it's you have to buy a battle pass. That's what it is. Fuck battle passes. Anyway, uh, they're doing some some free giveaways on Epic Game Store, so yay for us for free games. There's a couple more days left in that, but I don't think yeah. it's going to matter by the time anybody hears this. Probably not. Anyway, uh, we're going to do another another thing that we haven't done before, but but we're doing it now, and we're going to ask. Uh, I'll I'll ask Connor first because he's the one who brought up the idea, and I'll give Aroa a little bit of time to think about it. Uh, oh Jesus. What is, out of all the games you played this year, I want to know what your best, the, what you think the best game was that you played this year, and what do you think was the worst game you played this year? The best game? Yes. Uh, can I do a cop out answer and say Warhammer? Okay. Best Warhammer's video pretty great. game. Best video best game. Best video game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um,. I mean, the game that I definitely sank the most time in this year is probably going to be Space Station 13. And I would be hard-pressed to see anything that has that same level of creativity available to it. So I'm, I think I'm going to go with Space Station 13. Okay, that, that counts as a video game. Uh, Chip's Challenge also counts as a video game, and they're very it's similar. Very similar style. to Chip's Challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I like the idea around Space Station 13. I just, I can't. First off, everything is convoluted. And so you kind of need to go in knowing that you're going to have to spend like 10 hours learning how to play the game just to function normally. Uh, but also, I would even one up you more than that and say that this is a game about learning. Yeah. And, and also just the, gra the graphics do turn me off to the game. Uh, I just wish it had graphics. Beyond Someone is working on a Space Station 14 that has like actual shaders and stuff. That's is that the cool. Unity remake? I think so. I think it's on Steam too. I, I haven't actually looked into it yet. Yeah. I think the Unity remake is going to be like as long as they're successful with it, will will push a lot of people over the edge. Because I, I think that the engine that that game is built in is what holds it back more than anything else. And you're not wrong. This is uh I think it's from like 2006. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. dated. Like, it's like pseudo web-based shit like <laughs> this is yeah. c sharp it, before c sharp existed to the the level that it exists on yeah it is uh it is remarkable that that game has endured how it has and i think that's a testament to its design and connor what is your least favorite game what's the worst game you played this year i've been thinking about that one i played some good games this year was uh, that also warhammer <laughs> it was some of the Warhammer games that I played that were pretty yeah. god-awful. I, I think I even talked about those. You did. But... Uh, 
I mean, let me run through. So I, I played a bunch of Pavlov. Uh, I finished Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, Warhammer Mechanicus, Halo, the Master Chief Collection, and Infinite. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I was still playing that at the beginning of the year. Uh, the Mass Effect remake came out, and that was... No, I, I'm actually going to go ahead and say that was a good game. That definitely wasn't my worst one. Yeah. Uh, I beat Assassin's Creed Rogue this year. That was okay. Uh, I replayed Fractured But Whole. That was okay. Can I say Brilliant Diamond, actually? I think I'm going to say Brilliant Diamond was my least favorite game of 2021. Just, I think that just makes sense. because it's Pokemon and, and the same as all the other Pokemon? I mean, I just played a... I mean, I shouldn't just. When they remade Omega Rufy, Rufy, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, I had played through that. And I had a brilliant... It felt like I was playing the originals again. I loved it. I had never played the original Diamond and Pearl. That was when I had hopped off previously. So I was going into this one, you know, fresh and brand new. And it... According to my stats, it took me about 25 hours to get through the Elite Four, and I caught 151 Pokemon. So that's like about what you would expect in a normal one. That's, you know, as if you were trying to catch everything in the first Pokemon. And I was just bored the whole time. Yeah. Kept on seeing there's not a lot of variety in what you're able to catch. Uh, they have this big push to get you to go to this underground zone, except you don't actually further your progress when you're down there. It's just for farming. So by the time I was caught up, I was overpowered, just Gengar sweeping through everything that I encountered. And I wasn't finding anything that was like, oh, I'm going to go out of my way and find that. I wish it had held my attention and offered more variety. That's fair. Which is fair. an argument about every Pokemon game, not just this one, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we'll talk about that during the New Year's episode. Yeah. That'll be next week. Anyway, uh, Roa... What was your favorite and least? What's the best and worst game that you played this year? Um, so I was a little late on playing it, and I was afraid that you were going to restrict it to games that came out this year, but obviously not. No. So the game that I keep thinking about, in spite of the fact that I have done pretty much everything that can be done in the game, uh, is Ancestors: The Humankind Odyssey. Uh, is that the I best? Yes. Okay, okay. Without a doubt. Um, and I, I, I know that that is probably a strange pick for most people, but I just can't really remember the last time that a game kind of struck me in the way that that game did. It Just with how organic everything about it felt. And admittedly, I got into it after they patched... Uh, a lot of the quality of life stuff into the game. I can imagine that if I had played it right whenever it was initially released, it would have pissed me off. But in the state that it is in now, I really think that it is one of the most remarkable experiences in video games out there. It, there's, it's It's like, it has the appeal of an indie game while still looking and feeling like a, like a sort of triple a kind of thing. And it has just some really bizarre ideas that I don't think you could get away with whenever you're, you're working with a Ubisoft or, or an Activision or something. Uh, it's just like, I can't talk about a lot of the specifics though, because that's kind of part of what makes it so cool. Um, I, We'll say I didn't play um, the Outer Wilds, but from what I know of the Outer Wilds, that's probably the closest comparison 
uh, in that like almost all of the major progression comes from learning and and figuring out how the world works. And I, I just think that that entire concept is really fascinating and it works so well in the context of the game. Good. It, it, like, if you can get that shit on sale, I will always say you should you should really check it out. It is definitely not a $40 experience, um, not on a whim, at least. Like, like I, if, if I had paid $40 for it, I'd be like, hell yeah, that was so worth my $40. But it going into it completely blind uh, and not knowing if you're going to like it or not, I can't say that you should just blow $40 on it. Now, Especially now that was, that's a game where, like, your wife and you had totally different experiences. Like, you, I guess, didn't know how to walk or something? Like, you didn't, uh, or, or stand on uh, two yeah, legs yeah, while I, she used the ability differently. Yeah, uh, she spent a lot more time walking on her back legs, and so she learned how to walk upright a long time before I did. And... Part of that was just how she played the game versus me. I spent a lot more time running around, jumping through trees with reckless abandon. And she was very careful about a lot of the stuff that she did so that she didn't end up killing herself. And like it, it's it has that sort of system where the more that you practice an ability, the better you get at it. And so just by virtue of that, her her species kind of formed completely differently from how mine did, at least initially. Eventually, because you are essentially evolving humanity, eventually you're you're going to come out to be roughly the same, but the path that you take to get there can be completely different. And I think that's fascinating too. I mean, the the coolest shit was uh how I spent dozens of hours not even considering crafting two items together. And that, like, but my wife just uh, just said, why don't you try hitting those two things together? And I was like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense, but okay. And, like, I discovered an entire new crafting tree because of that. And, like, I've never, never had that in any game. That's <laughs> and that's so fucking cool. That's that uh, cool. Did you yeah. did you ever hit three items together? Uh, you, you, well, you can't really do that, but I guess you can. You can technically do that. You can hit two things together and then grab one of those. They grab your your resultant thing and hit that against another thing, and it does do a thing. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, <laughs> and what what was your what was the worst game you played this year? World of Warcraft. Without yeah. a doubt. Okay. That's, the, That's an easy the, answer. The expansion or just it, uh, the experience? I, yeah, I, like the expansion itself, um, I don't think is the worst thing to happen to WoW since I started playing. Um, I think more so it is just the way that the game in general uh, has evolved or maybe the lack of evolution <laughs> is yeah. is more accurately like uh they just obviously have only put more and more effort into making it the kind of game that you have to play every single day 
and they keep adding in mechanics that take hours upon hours instead of stuff where it it is just down to whether or not you complete the task the the mission table still existing is is enough to indicate to me that like they're not they're not as focused on an actual player experience as they as i feel like they should be yeah and the content itself just isn't all that great and the story oh like uh, it's so bad it's so stupid you also shouldn't support activision blizzard it's true yeah i mean yeah you know why i do and it's not entirely willingly well, no, it's the thing. I don't even fucking enjoy it at this point. I play the I, game four days a month. I'm not I, saying you're I, addicted. I'm saying the people you play with are, to clarify. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I think that that might be pointful. Like, I keep hoping that they'll just decide, fuck it, we're not going to play WoW anymore. We're going to play Final Fantasy. But uh, hopefully at the same time, I don't think i give a shit about playing an mmo at this point i want yeah. like um, i want to play an mmo but i just can't find any that i care about like to actually <laughs> play i like playing games like that with friends and leveling up and i all the mmos i've i've spoken about it on the podcast before all the if you look at the top 10 mmos of 2021 they're all a decade old yeah and it's it's kind of bullshit and i wish that they would come up with better mmos but they're not and i've been i've been spending so much time and like we as a group have been spending a lot of our our saturday evenings playing games that aren't wow and i can't help but feel like that's a way better use of our time Mm -hmm. than especially with how a lot of this content and the recent thing that they tried to do where they added legion time walking because every motherfucker just loves the Legion expansion to death. They fucked that up. I see. <laughs> and uh, like, just play old I, school. Uh, wow. Wow. Classic. No. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, if I, if I didn't say that regular, wow was the worst. Wow. Classic would have been <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck that uh, entire experience. And everyone who enjoys it is fucking insane. We're, I'm sorry, but we're going to move on. Uh, I'm going to tell you about my uh, best and worst game I played, but then I'll also go through, uh, I've beaten 14 games this year. I'm going to restrict it for myself to just the 14 games that I've beaten because uh, I have a list and uh, it makes it easier to, to look at it and be like, hey, uh, uh, I am trying to beat Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. I want to get that beaten before the end of the year. That way I can start a new game at the beginning of next year, but we'll see. But uh, out of the 14 games that I've beaten so far, the best game that I played this year was Yakuza Like a Dragon. I I think that game is amazing. and uh, I'm really glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, the variety of stuff you can do in the game, and the, the amazing thing is how good everything is that you can do uh and there was stuff that i i didn't do like there's a a baseball thing where you just uh you're at like a batting range and i i never did that 
Uh, but like they have a, a go kart mini game that is pretty good. It's not amazing. It's not Mario Kart level or uh, Sonic level, but it's it's pretty functional. Uh, they have a stock market mini game. They have a can collecting mini game. Like there's just so much random crap you can do in that game, uh, and it's it's really good. And and the RPG elements are also really good. So uh, I would like to say that that is my favorite game of the year and the best game that I played. If you haven't played it, uh, do it. It's on Game Pass, I think, still, but I think they're they're removing a couple of the Yakuza games from Game Pass, but uh-huh. Like a Dragon is still going to be on there. I think they're they're removing Kiwami 1 and 2 or something like that. But That makes sense. Yeah, just uh just play Yakuza Like a Dragon if you haven't already. It's really really fun. Uh, and then the worst game I played this year was uh, 12 Minutes. The uh, the game where somebody comes into your, your house and tries to murder you. It's not just somebody. It's Willem Dafoe. Okay. Willem Dafoe comes into your house and tries to murder uh, uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Um, that's, that's who he Wait. plays, right? No, it's, I didn't realize it's, that was uh, Patrick Stewart. No, it's a uh, it's a uh, McAvoy. I don't know who that is. It's the guy who plays uh, Professor James Xavier. McAvoy. Yeah, it's it's the guy who plays oh. Professor Xavier in the uh, Young X- Xavier. The, yeah, the X Men movies. Uh, he also him. was he also was the guy in Split. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. Uh, and then your wife is played by uh, Daisy Ridley, the girl from Star Wars. So, like they got do their a, uh, do their hmm? performances match up with your expectations of those actors, or are they just big names for the sake of being big names? I mean, I didn't find any faults in their acting, but it was mainly like I just didn't give a shit about the story, and <laughs> I hate puzzle games. I absolutely hate the moon logic puzzles that you have to figure out. And like you have to do it, you have to do at least like fourteen different runs. That's if you know what you're doing. You have to do it fourteen times uh, by going through and being like, okay, I need to do this on this run, and then this on the next run, and then figure this out and do this. And it's it's really annoying and not a great game. And uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was I was not a fan. But the fourteen games that I have beaten this year were Cyberpunk 2077, Doom Eternal, Cyber Shadow, The Medium, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, Hades, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, uh, some some little game that nobody's ever heard of, right? Uh, Fuck you. (laughs) Saga Frontier Remastered, uh, Celasta, Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, One thing about Vampire the Masquerade is I do like it. I think it's a great game. Um... But if you choose certain stats, it definitely makes the game harder. Oh yeah. So if you like, if you go into like diplomacy uh, and say, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be diplomatic and talk my way out of everything," uh, it's kind of like it's yeah, it's kind of like the Deus Ex Human Revolution thing where you kind of get screwed over because you have to fight a boss, and it it does it does mess you up. Uh, and then we've got Last Stop, 12 Minutes, 
uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and Psychonauts 2. Those are the games that I have beaten this year so far. Um, Psychonauts 2 is also really good and included with Game Pass. So play that. I need to get sponsored by them. That'd be great. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's move on and we'll talk about some stories. Uh, our first story is a short one. Actually, all of our stories are really short this uh this this week daybreak games the guys who make everquest and everquest 2 formerly known as sony online entertainment now they're daybreak and they got bought out a while ago uh they are going to be the publisher of the magic the gathering online game that piece of shit you know i i was gonna mention it um, while we were going through our list, but it wasn't a video game, so I didn't. Magic the Gathering is probably the worst game I played this year, even <laughs> including the awful Warhammer games I played. Oh. I had one game of Magic that lasted four hours, and that four hours was just three control decks saying nobody gets to play. I really don't like Magic, uh, and it's not even really the gameplay that pisses me off. It's the fact that you spend a lot of money a lot of money if you want to be competitive in like a standard uh tournament mm-hmm. and then six months later all of those cards are useless uh just because i am good friends with somebody who does this sort of thing for a living magic market is actually very profitable I oh i bet uh, though especially late like i i've been recommended by people to go through my old cards and just reevaluate what's worth what Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I do want to say that's not necessarily the the most true statement. Also, I, I've gotten a whole bunch of money from playing Magic just from people being like somebody threw their deck at me once and walked away in a tournament. So I was like, I concede. I'm taking this. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. I think I've told that story on here before, though. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so Magic the Gathering uh, is not good. I mean, the 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 video game. Magic the Gathering Online, I guess, isn't good. Uh, from what I understand, wasn't it... Is this just the card game playing it online, or is it the MMO-ish thing that they came out with last year as well? Or this year? Uh, MTGO is my understanding that it is the the card game version of this. Okay. Yeah. And I don't... I can't see this being very... Well, I guess I could see it being pretty popular, uh, especially it's during extremely the popular. Time. The 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 online one is extremely popular. Yes. Yeah, especially oh. um since late 2019, for reasons I'm sure you could use context yeah. clues to find out. Yeah, boomed in popularity. This and uh, I was surprised to hear that Pokemon card games doing really well right now. Like nice. the market came back. Good. Yeah, uh, that's because a bunch of uh, YouTubers got in on the scene, I think, and that I, really. Helped with the revival. I don't know if that's still the case or if it was just a, it was probably just a fad. But I know people who like had serious financial investments who were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go, uh, you know, get some Pokemon cards, see what I can uh, sit like, on." And see, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What year is it? Yeah, it, yeah, that's weird. It, like, there was it, the the fucking Charizard thing became a meme because of that. That's interesting. Um, I liked the Pokemon game back when I was a kid. Uh. And I, I think I've told you that I, I had understand it. it. I had a, a bunch of Pokemon cards. And then uh, we, I was living with my uncle at the time. My uncle, uh, we ended up moving out and moving back in with my mom. 
And my uncle was like, when you find a place to live that's stable, I'll send you your, I'll give you your Pokemon cards back. And I was like, okay. And he never gave me my Pokemon cards back. Uh, and I brought this up to him when we were having an argument on, on the good old Facebook. Um, and he used and, him as doobie paper? Uh, he was like, that never happened. And I was like, <laughs> uh, fuck you. <laughs> like, yes, it totally did. Uh, but it turns out, from what I understand, he sold any of the Pokemon cards that were worth anything back then and uh, never gave them back to me because uh, my uncle's a piece of shit. You should, just... uh, you should mug him. And I no, that's I'd have to go down to California, and I don't want to go down to California ever again. Um, Fair, but like, just it, it's weird that he would like lie about something like that. And yes, it's been twenty years, over twenty years, and yes, I still hold a grudge. Anyway, I would. We, yeah, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about something. Uh, you know, so. You know that meme where they'll be like, nobody, absolutely nobody, and then a company's just like, oh, we made a lickable TV. Nobody <laughs> asked for this. <laughs> so this is from Engadget, um, and it says, I'm just going to read from it. Never mind smelling what's on screen. Uh, would you like to taste what you see? Probably not. But one scientist is pressing forward anyway. ASCII and Reuters uh, report... Ma Meiji? It's, uh, Reuters. Reuters. Uh, Meiji University professor Homei uh, Yimashita has presented Taste the TV, a set you can lick and get the flavor of what's ever on screen. <laughs> The prototype sends electrical signals to 10 flavor canisters to create unique, unique sprays that cover a thankfully hygienic film overlay. Oh, man, this is going to make, make porn way different. Um, oh, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> this device has been in development. Uh, he discussed the basic concept of a taste synthesizer in spring 2020 and offered an early look at the TV in October this year. It sounds disgusting, and people would no doubt give you a strange look if you French-kissed your TV in the middle of a show. However, he doesn't necessarily see this as a gimmick to add to everyday consumer screens like 3D TV. He instead imagined lickable screens as tools for cooks and... Say it right. Sommeliers? Sommelier. Sommelier. French word. So ah, that's why I have no idea. I've never took French. Um... And even hope to build a platform where you could download tastes like you might songs or videos. This could help you taste recipes from around the world while staying at home. The technology might be more practical than you think. No, no, it is not. The professor <laughs> took about a year to build the prototype himself, and he estimated a shipping version would cost the equivalent of $875 to make. That's actually Ooh. reasonable. Um, now, is that including the canisters? Uh, I, I assume it would, although you probably wouldn't uh, make one of the one the centerpiece of your home. It might be affordable enough for the culinary industry and dedicated gourmands. Gourmands. Another French word. Yeah, I figured. And that's why I can't say it, because I am a stupid American. Gourmands. Gourmands. Um, so, lickable TVs. Uh, 
I mean, it's silly. I think it's cool I, that we're doing stuff like this. I'm all for furthering technologies in this way. Where is smell and vision? That's actually the first line of the article. Um, yeah. And, it's, and yes, there are practical uses for this that I could think of. And yes, I'm happy that people are doing this. But is it really what we need to be focusing our efforts on right now? I mean, okay. The planet's dying. I could see, <laughs> I could see this as... Well... We just, eventually won't don't... be able to actually grow food, so this will be how we preserve the flavors of the past whenever we're all eating paste. Oh, yeah. Right, we'll just be eating flavor-blasted cricket. So, my thing is... <laughs> I, you laugh. This is, coming. Su- this is super unhygienic, especially during a pandemic. Uh, it says it's hygienic somehow. I, it, I... it uses electricity. It shocks all the germs away. Oh, I see. I assume uh, it has like a film because it says film overlay. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that it like you just peel off the layer once you're done licking. Oh, that like a screen protector. Yeah, it, there's just like there's like 300 plastic sheets on top of the display, and the the sprayers just like coat the the screen with whatever flavor you pick. And once you lick it off, then you rip off that layer. Now here's another question. Would you ever try this if you saw it, like... If it was fresh out the box. If if I saw them take it out the box and plug it in, I'd be like, all right, move over. Papa's going to get his tongue action on. (laughs) If this was just, like, in a... Like, if there was 20 uh, sommeliers and gourmands in a line waiting to just lick a screen, I'd be like, nah, I'm out. (laughs) I just... Yeah, if this was, like... If this was, like, on the, the little tablets at Applebee's, and it was like, here you can you can taste your entree before you order it. I'd be like, no, nah, that's okay. I'll just 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 give me the nachos, please. I'll... Now, now here here's another question, and it might get us banned, but I have to ask it. What if they added an attachment like this for your VR headset, Aroa? For when you what watch... am I doing that I need to taste in VR? Yeah, I agree. VR porn. Uh, Which I still have never done. I think you're, uh, I think you're, you're misunderstanding <laughs> what I view in VR for pornography. Oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> It'd be great to play like Pavlov. But you could really taste the gunpowder. Yeah. Or uh. Oh, the... it, it, okay. Yeah. Like, all right. If I'm playing like uh, I'm playing a game where where I can kill people and then drink their blood. And then I can get the blood flavor in my mouth. Tastes like uh, iron. I paid like one hundred and fifty dollars for that. I honestly, for something like that, uh, with with like Pavlov, I think I would prefer like a as we mentioned earlier the smell vision thing. Right. Like to smell the gun, the gun smoke and stuff after you're that'd done pretty, shooting enemies. Yeah. I think fun. it would have cool. a more immersive impact. Like taste has its uses. I don't really connect that with my leisure though. And uh, not to mention, smell is kind of like, that's more of taste than taste itself yeah. is. Definitely. Oh, you could get, you could get, uh, cook, sh- so cook, serve delicious. The VR. So you could taste your recipes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Maybe a game like Cooking Mama or Cooking Simulator or something like that. There's yeah. a practical use for you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That taste in Cooking Simulator VR actually does have tasting as a feature. 
Yeah, that would be that would be the only thing I could think of that this would become a like have a practical use outside of, you know, a chef or something trying. It's to... also dystopian as fuck. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna I am move genuinely on. curious though, like how how like how much variety they can get of ten flavor canisters. You know, uh, like ten to the. No, it, 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 I, I don't remember what that's 10? called. It's been too long. No, it's ten times nine times eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that should be like every point. Yeah, there's a yeah. name for that, and I can't yeah, remember what I it is because it's been like either. ten years since I've been in an education system. Yeah, yeah, I remember helping my uh my old friend with some math homework, and that is it factorial. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The, the the answer is there is ten factorial uh, amounts of complexity available there. Yeah, yeah. Unless they have more canisters or more variety in canisters, in which case you just increase n, where n is the total number of canisters. Yeah, we're going to move on and talk about Tesla. Oh, God, computer sciences is coming back. I haven't thought about this in a while. <laughs> we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about some Tesla stuff. Did you know that they added video games to Tesla? Yeah, Only because that. I saw that article where the government was like, you what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so they have giant screens, like giant screens in all well, the Tesla models. It, yeah, because you don't have a fucking speedometer. You just have yeah. a big iPad in the middle of your fucking console. Yeah, it's 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 kind of ridiculous. Um, it's kind of a stupid design. Yeah, so it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, and then they added games to that screen, which I thought, okay, if you're parked or like you're in like heavy traffic where you're moving at like a snail's pace, I get it. Let that be active. In my car. My Prius, which is in the shop right now and hopefully going to be fixed this week, um, you can't search on your maps while you're driving. Nope. Like, you, you try to put it in, and it's like, whoa, you're going like 20 miles an hour. You should probably pay attention to the road, dumb fuck. Uh, Spotify, if you're driving and you try messing with your phone, it'll let you do it for a minute and then be like, hey, you should probably pay attention to the the road for like another minute and a half. Okay. Um, Tesla uh, did not put that in there <laughs> for the games. So you could be driving along playing games on your freaking giant screen and not have a warning about paying attention to the road. Uh, they have well, since... it, it's technically it was for passengers. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, it says the automaker is modifying passenger play. Sure. Days after the federal agency opened an investigation into the feature to evaluate its potential to distract drivers. Um, so they are now making it so that Tesla vehicles cannot play these games while the car is in motion, which makes sense. I don't think... I never thought that uh, having any sort of video thing going on while you're driving is a good idea because it, it has the tendency to distract you from the road, to take your eyes off the road. With audio, clearly you're just listening so you can look around and such. But with, with video, it, it becomes a lot more sticky, especially for somebody like me who has attention deficit disorder. disorder. <laughs> and dyslexia and dyslexia that's that's another thing actually i don't know if i have dyslexia but it would not surprise me if its doctor was like yeah you have dyslexia. Suspicious after at this point you might have like a frontal thing. gyrus issue <laughs> uh, 
Shut up, both of you. Um, so I I think that it would distract me quite a bit if I had so even if it was was the passenger playing a game on that giant screen, which apparently is also your speedometer. So it's like, oh, yeah, I, I want to see how fast I'm going. Oh man, good job at getting that uh that triforce there. Good job. Whatever the fuck games were on there. The only one I've seen someone play on it is Zelda, and I don't know if that was one that they published or if that was just somebody who found a way to play Zelda on their Tesla. I mean, I I I think they like they they had like a proof of concept thing because they also had like Mario Kart on there, but then Nintendo was like, "No, you don't." (laughs) Yeah, Nintendo Nintendo. take our shit. Yeah, they did that with the Mario Kart excursions you could do in Japan. So if you they they had like actual go-karts that you can get inside and dress up as Mario characters and then you follow somebody around Tokyo driving these go-karts. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, and Nintendo uh put a squash to that. So for they still have it, but they had to change the branding and you can't dress up as Mario or Luigi anymore. Just sad. Go figure. Uh but Nintendo hates anyone having fun. But also, unfortunately, in order to do that, you have to have a, a license in to Japan. drive in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Here's so, my driver's license. Here's my Mario Kart license. I am ready to go. Well, no, you have to get an international driver's license, which Connor might already have. Uh, I did not when I, I went over to Japan. I didn't know that was a thing. They let me drive in Germany when uh, I had my, my, my good old American license. Yeah, well, a yeah, lot of but countries that's Germany want, where they have a fucking road called the Autobahn where you can drive 800 miles an hour. Yeah. God, I love the Autobahn. It made too much sense going 140 kilometers an hour to go get groceries. <laughs> but uh, just so you know, a lot of countries don't have that. Uh, but if you can get an international driver's license for like $20. And it's super easy. As long as you have an American driver's license, you can get an international driver's license for like 20 bucks from AAA. So just do that. Anyway. Uh, yes, we're going to move on to our last story. This is one that, who brought this up? Was this Aroa or Connor? I, I it saw Connor. it and I read the article and it made my jaw drop. So uh, we're going to talk about this real quick. Well, first off, I want to I ask you guys, I want to ask Aroa, when you hear this headline, what country do you think it happened in? Argument over Diablo Lou ends in fatal shooting. Uh, Canada. That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Oh. You had no? you had the easiest the easiest trivia question uh, of all time. Somalia, uh, South Africa. Yes, exactly. South Africa. Uh, no, it was the United States. Of course, it was the United States. What happened? I, I, I just noticed the photoshopped fucking Diablo logo. With, Where it's with got the, the fucking hole in this fucking skull. That's not photoshopped, my dude. Oh. Um, but yeah, on I think that was in the original Diablo 2, come to think of it. Oh, uh, well, fuck me then. On yeah. Friday, 17th of December, Joshua G. Spellman of Amboy, Washington, appeared in the Clark County Superior Court accused of second-degree murder. The 36-year-old Spellman allegedly shot and killed his 30-year-old friend Andrew Dixon, friend of 26 years, following a heated argument about an incident in a game of Diablo 2 that the pair were playing in. Uh, I don't necessarily want to read this article, like, line for line. Basically, what happened is uh, Dixon and Spellman were both playing Diablo on the same 
property, but like in different parts of it, using like you know Stipe or Teams or whatever, uh, Discord probably. And somebody had forgotten to lock the lobby, so someone else had joined in, and while they were doing that, scooped some loot that I think they left in town for some reason and then left. Uh, that makes sense. Which, like if they didn't if they didn't have enough uh, storage and they were just like dropping it off in town, so it would sit there while they went out to explore. I've I've definitely done it before. Yeah. And uh, the affidavit said that Spellman told the detectives that Dixon began yelling and name calling and cursing at him. Uh, Spellman said that Dixon's rant went on for three to five minutes. Said that he needed to calm down or you're gonna get shot. He <laughs> then took his gun from beside his computer and went to the main house on the property. Uh, shot in the air. And uh, started, you know, trying to get to the bottom of this. Also in the affidavit, the detective says, uh, I asked him why his pistol was next to the computer. Delman replied, why not? This is America. <laughs> and at that point, my jaw dropped and I had to keep reading. <laughs> that was so I have. Uh, I played Halo. You guys have played Halo. You, you ever have those friends? that you would play with and you'd be on a team and you would just be like, you would spawn closer to the rockets or the sniper rifle. And yeah. so you would grab that. Just, I always grab the sniper rifle or the rockets, not because I'm good with them, but because I don't want the other team to have them. Right. They're power weapons and it's halo. This is a good call. Yeah. Uh, well, I had a friend who would occasionally, I would grab a sniper rifle and they would kill me even if they were on the same team, so that they could have... Listen here, rifle. you little punk. That's my gun. Don't you come in here. This is my game. Yeah, exactly. You're and not I, allowed I to love, have fun. Only me. I love that you have a mode that just makes you sound like a shitty Xbox uh, headset. <laughs> I'm already liking your, uh, your Christmas present. <laughs> so, I understand that people can be douchebags in games. Uh, I have never pulled out a pistol and shot him because of that uh but Not please yet. yeah but uh what exactly what exactly happened so we we got that he went outside and he shot the gun in the air what happened after that right 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 uh walking into the house shot his gun in the air entered the main house apparently he spoke to the dude's father before uh dixon also entered into the room uh verbally reprimanded him with spellman about the oh your threat to shoot him and then, per the affidavit, Dixon closed the distance between the pair and Spellman shot him. So, like, they were about to get into a tussle and he just decided, nope, gut shot. Uh, they were rushed over to an emergency room uh, where he later died from complications and surgery. Uh, Senior Deputy Prosecutor Luca Visitic requested that Spellman be held on a two million bail, arguing that a seemingly minor incident resulted in someone being shot and killed. Uh, his bail set at $750,000 and he's scheduled to be. Our Arranged. I'm not sure if that's the right thing. Arranged. Yeah, on uh, December 29th. Frenchy. Yes, I said a word correctly. It was me. <laughs> um, so, uh, now, the, the story that Spellman is giving is that Dixon was coming towards him in a violent manner and trying to say, self-defense he shot the guy in the torso from mm -hmm. what i understand however do we have any witnesses to this the father the father okay the father of spellman or the father of dixon uh spellman okay it, i i don't know if that's going to hold up in court and i really hope it doesn't because this is 
a shitty move to do to shoot somebody because of a dispute on on Diablo where like it seems as if it wasn't even Spellman's or Dixon's fault because it was a third person came in and stole the loot, right? Right. I mean, and they just a, forgot to lock the lobby. It's a yes. fucking game that's like nearly as old as they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean no. I think this is the remake that they're talking about, actually. The... Even so, like, it's the same fucking thing. Like, it's a video game, you you dumb motherfucker. You're fucking, you're, what, 36? Yeah. 36 yeah. fucking years old. And you're going to tell me you're throwing this much of a hissy fit over a goddamn video game? Like, I drop kicked a friend because he was being a douchebag in Halo once. Uh, I think the worst I've ever been is I've swatted at someone's head, like for game slash leisurely related hobby incidents. It's if we're having an issue, we could use our big boy words. I, I yeah. weighed I weighed a whopping 115 pounds in high school, uh, and I got really mad because my friend was he was legitimately being a douchebag. Um, so I I grabbed the uh, the the railing above the door frame, and I swung myself into him and drop kicked him with two feet. Uh, That's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was fun, and he's like two hundred something pounds. He didn't feel it at all. But that's the most violent I've ever gotten over a game. If uh, people say watching WWF doesn't make you angry. <laughs> uh, he he did a trick where he would get the tank on Blood Gulch, and then drive it up, uh, the side with the, with the mountain and hide behind the rock, and just like tank snipe people as they tried to approach him. And in the original Halo, you can't, uh, like, board vehicles or anything. So there was, like, almost no way to kill him. Uh, and that was really annoying. So uh, we uh So we you drop-kicked his ass. So I drop-kicked him, and he laughed at me. And that was the end of that. Like, uh, don't, don't shoot people because of a video game. Like, it's, it's a... Dumb. It is, it, what, it was released in 2001? Diablo the original 2? Diablo? That sounds right. Maybe 2002? Yeah, I think it was 2001 for Diablo 2. The original Diablo released 97? June 29, 2000 for Diablo 2. Okay, so so the middle of 2000. Okay, I gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that shit was still using sprites, so... Oh, yeah. And, yeah, don't... That's just, like, it's sad that somebody lost their life... Mean, you imagine this fucker's gonna go to jail and somebody's gonna ask him what he's in there for. He's gonna be like, oh, I, I shot a guy. Like, why? Because he didn't lock the fucking Diablo lobby. and lost my fucking legendary fucking... Look, you don't understand. I had all of my rare runes just sitting there waiting for me to come back in town and pick up. I could have picked up a town portal and gone at any time, but that asshole didn't close the lobby. He had but, to go. But that's that's also like... I, I just, if I was playing a game with Aroa, well, like that will ever happen. Like Aroa will play games with his Aroa friends. will never play a game with us. I don't play yeah. a video game. Yeah. Uh, but let's say we were playing a game and you picked up an item that I wanted. Like I would be upset with you and I'd probably call you names. 
And that's and then I would be over it in two minutes because I'm a fucking adult. (laughs) Who cares? And these guys had been friends for 28 years. That's older than Aroha. They're also in their mid to late 30s. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So maybe don't. Maybe we should have uh, like psych evaluations before people can get guns in the United States. I don't know. That's a weird idea. What are you, some sort of commie? I think his dad should have hit him more. I mean, maybe. (laughs) Probably should. Maybe his dad should have been like, why the fuck do you have a gun? (laughs) And then his dad should have shot him. And it sounds like they were living together? Yeah. Or at least like on the same property or something. The living situation, like the description that they have of that is really confusing and weird. Now, I don't know about, you know, Amboy washington but i do know really close to it is like some of the worst parts of the country like so oregon. it's probably not fantastic yeah just like oregon yeah uh oregon is actually a, a great state love it uh half of, Buddy it of mine lives state. out in spokane washington which i guess is like one of the meth capitals in the world oh yeah i, I feel I like mean... everywhere in the united states is a meth capital this day something something happened where my country gone we got methamphetamine capital of the world is the united states it's because I'm not they, surprised by that. It's because the war on drugs, uh, they stopped us being able to buy cocaine, and then we had to make our own. And we made it uh, really poorly. And that's what meth is. I don't think that's historically accurate. The Nazis were on meth. Whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying that meth is a similar... Everybody knows the government invented meth to enslave the populace. Trip. No, 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 no. That's crack. Oh, right. Anyway, uh, that's our that's our show for the day. I want to thank you for being here, Aroa. I was here. Uh, thank you for being here, Connor. We got really weird with it at the end there. We we <laughs> did, and we will be back next year. Yeah. Wow. Next, next year. Wowie zowie. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty two. The first episode of twenty twenty two will be next week. Uh, thank you for being here. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.